Welcome to the Going Beyond Podcast with Randy Zinn, founder of Beyond Mom. This is a podcast dedicated to inspiration, empowerment, and confidence for women on the journey to selfhood and self-love. Get connected with our expert interviewers, soulful conversations, and deep-dive discussions with visionaries, survivors, creators, and movement makers. For moms and women alike, these conversations will spark you to live the empowered life you deserve. And now, join our host, Randy Zinn, as we go beyond. Well, hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Going Beyond podcast. It's me, Randy Zinn, your host. I am super excited to reflect on the past two episodes with Hope McGrath and Jacquette Timmons. This month, we dove into the subjects that are often repressed, often segued into a perfectly wrapped little box of no discussion, and I believe keep us trapped, keep us alone, keep us disconnected, and keep people from growth. So as you know, I set out to bringing out conversations that are going to help us go beyond what we think our own capabilities are, our own path might be, to relationships that flourish past what we think is possible. And this month, we talked about race, specifically what it means to be biracial in the United States. And we talked about money, having it, not having it and how our culture tells us not to talk about it. These conversations were enlightening, and I really hope that you've taken the time to listen to them, absorb them, and soak in what it means to do things differently, and where in your life you might start to move toward a different course of action. What I'd love to do on this episode is reflect a little bit. So often we listen to an episode and it's like, okay, that was great, boom, 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 next. I decided to utilize the fourth episode each month to reflect, to give you the nuggets that are most digestible and most poignant from the prior episodes. So let's start with talking about my conversation with Hope McGrath. She is the founder of Radiant Mix, a stylist, a mom, a coach. She is a biracial woman living in Brooklyn, New York, and she loves to talk about what it means to be biracial in the United States. She herself is a mixed black, white New Yorker, and I love her honest approach to saying what it really feels like to be mixed in the United States. Now, as I told you in the opening episode, I am married to a black man. I have two biracial children. This is a subject that is real and near and dear to my heart. And there were a lot of things that Hope brought out that felt super relevant to me and also super concerning. Really looking at what it means to truly be a mixed person and not always know where to place yourself how to define yourself, where to place yourself based on how you feel versus what other people tell you you are, what people assume about you. It's safe to say that as a mother, all you want is for your children to feel that they are unique, that they belong based on who they really are. And this conversation showed me that with more conversation like that, that's possible for mixed kids, but it's a challenge. So hope reminded me that our voices 
really need to be heard and that race can be discussed in a different way. It can be celebrated. It can be analyzed. It can be told through stories, through style, through expression, through music. But the problem is that things have been muted. And this was something I was really excited to talk about with Hope. It's like, you know, as a person, especially someone living in New York City, we have a very liberal-minded atmosphere. One of the dangerous concepts that I feel and Hope totally feels too and really came out in this conversation is that pretending that you're colorblind is actually not okay. And if you're a black person or a mixed person or an Asian person or a Latino person, if someone tells you they don't actually see your color or see who you are, it's actually not validating. Our culture in a more liberal mindset wants to sort of whitewash culture, meaning we're all one. Well, we're actually not all one. We're all different. We all look different. We see different. We eat different foods. We express ourselves in different ways. We listen to different music. The issue is when we tell ourselves we can't talk about it, we can't ask questions, we're supposed to all be the same, that's how over time people start to feel like their identity is lost. And that's where inner conflict occurs. I felt really validated because for a long time I've sort of quietly felt this way about my own family and about my own hopes for how my children will be embraced. My hope is that my children will be embraced for everything that they are, for being black, for being Jewish, for being whatever else they define themselves at. Thank you, Hope, for reminding me that some of my feelings about this are valid. So the other thing that Hope told me that I think were maybe part of the moments in the conversation where I felt a little bit sad, but also hopeful because we're talking about it, she reminded me that mixed kids feel kind of universally like they don't belong. They don't know where to place themselves, which culture they belong to. And they're kind of told by one group or another, this is where you go, sometimes based on the color of their skin. And it really validated for me that the more that we talk about this, the more that children are going to be able to define themselves on all that they are, not just what they're told they are. The other thing that really came out And I think that this is totally where I am too in my life. Hope said that after spending a lifetime of keeping her mouth shut, that even in the face of seeing bias or unjust comments, she would kind of shut her mouth and hold it in. She was scared of rocking the boat. She was scared of offending people. She was scared of shaking, you know, kind of whatever place that she, you know, sort of belonged in her world. And now... If she sees biased or something unjust, she expresses it. She doesn't want to shut up anymore. And I just want to give an applause to Hope and to anyone else who is in that space to say, let's open up the discussion. Let's talk about it. Let's say it. Let's see it. And let's get over all of this bullshit, all of this being afraid of one another and being afraid to ask questions. Like, when did it become so difficult to ask someone about themselves. If you don't understand what someone's background is or you're not sure, take them to coffee and say, I'm so excited to get to know you. Tell me where you're from. Tell me about your family. You'll learn a lot. And if you're afraid that someone's going to think you're ignorant, trust me, when you have an open heart and an open mindset, they're going to see that. 
and you'll be able to make more connections and less separations. So this was an amazing interview. If you happen to just be stumbling upon my reflections and you haven't fully listened to the episode, go back and listen in. Okay, let's move on to the next episode, which was with Jacquette Timmons, our amazing financial behaviorist. As I said in the introduction episode, the discussion of money and where we both open up or shut down, it's a very personal contemplation for me. I grew up in an area that was typically not wealthy. I had one of the only successful families in the area. My dad was an entrepreneur who grew success from nothing. And I always grew up kind of trying to assimilate. I didn't want anyone to really know what my family did or where I came from or what I had. It was a very conflicted space because I was both very proud of my dad and saw the hard work and the blood, the sweat, the tears that went into it. But we also kind of want to blend in, especially when we're young. And we feel from a very young age judgment. And we start to shut down on these subjects. Now, fast forward to when I was just 25 and I lost my dad in an accident and I inherited his businesses and many of the things that he had created. I was suddenly faced head on under traumatic circumstances with how to re-identify myself, how to make sense of everything that he had created and everything that I had shut down on. And you know, I just want to tell you, I'm 39 years old now and I'm still trying to figure it out. And behind the closed doors of me and my therapist, I still talk about with her why it feels so hard and so painful to talk about money and talk about what's hard whether you have it or you don't have it. I would like to make a thesis statement, which is that the shutdown on this subject causes so much of the pain, so much of the failures that occur. What if we could actually talk about it and actually harness the power of honesty on this subject? I'm fired up on this one. The interview with Jacquette opened up a lot of things that I personally feel. One is that she really encourages us to be curious what shapes our relationships with money. Where did our values and our beliefs about money come from? So if you sit down and you really think about your family, your kind of financial family tree, you start to see how people worked, how people made money, how people saved money, spent money, the things that were said around the house. And you start to understand why things either feel open or shut down. She says that once we open up and get curious, that's where game plans can start. It's like when we're shut down and we're not contemplating, there's just no moving forward. We don't typically have a sense of freedom on these subjects. And a lot of that is tied up with how others perceive us. Jacquette says that we are ridden with guilt and shame when it comes to money. But here is the irony. The irony is that a wealthy mindset is where we need to be to design our success and to design our life. So the work needs to be done. So again, I encourage you to head over to this episode and listen to this very raw, very real discussion about how we relate to money, which again, money is just energy. So what are we doing with it? 
I am so honored that you're tuning in, that you're listening to this podcast, that you're supporting it. And I asked you to support it more by heading over to iTunes and giving me a five-star rating and a fabulous review for all of these cool, inspiring, and maybe earth-shaking conversations. I really appreciate it. I am trying to grow this podcast to the place where it can move people even further. So head on over there. I appreciate your support. Listen into the other episodes of this season. They are also fantastic. And I wish you a wonderful day. Bye. 